0: hey welcome everybody this is michael mcintyre your host of the next level podcast here at mcintyre how are we all doing listen it's been a fantastic journey here at at mcintyre we are really moving and you know what's really interesting is i i'm really this morning i was thinking about this podcast and i went and talked to stacy and talked to brianna and then I talked to the Holy spirit <laughs> and shared with Darren, uh, that I don't know what I'm going to talk about this morning. And I think that's kind of cool because I really don't a couple of things came into my mind. So I'll just, I'll just, uh, uh, free flow from that. But, uh, Hey, look, here's one thing I do know is that, uh, it's time to make some money, honey. Right. And so what, what does that look like? And, you know, I get a lot of times people, cause you know, I'm a business guy and, uh, uh, I've had some success in business and but listen, I've had some failures too. Uh, but one of the things I think that's really important is about money and what is money? What is the good for money? You know, I often talk, you know, people sometimes in the Christian uh, uh, tribe, we all talk about, you know, uh, sometimes money is, you know, uh, the root of all evil, right? We've heard all that, but really it's the love of money. Right. And so, But should we love money? Like I hear, my my grandmother used to always say, you know, when people say, "Oh, I love this uh, food," you know, she said, "You don't love food; you love people. You enjoy your food, or you like your food." So I think same thing with money, right? And but look, here's the fact: we, you know, most of us. I know there's a lot of people we have in different parts of the country that are not in a capitalistic society that might not have the opportunity as us USA, USA, USA citizens have uh, that we are blessed in this, in in this process of, of uh, making, you know, a living and and having our money grow. And so one of the things that I learned in college was about the velocity of money and what does that mean? The velocity of money. In other words, as we put money into the economy, let's say we are a consumer and generally our gross domestic product, what is our gross domestic product? It's all, it's good and ser- goods and services all combined. And I think, I don't know, it's that some kind of trillions of dollars a year. I think $13 trillion a year is our GDP. And uh, it's the strongest in the world in spite of what's going on but what does that mean it means like when you create if you take a hundred dollars and put it into the economy how does that money grow well it's really it's an amazing thing because that hundred dollars as it grow as it buys goods and services over a period of time, depending on the velocity of money and how things are going in the world uh, or in the community or in your state or in your country, is how that hundred dollars within maybe a month, maybe a year could be worth one thousand dollars and that's that 's the matrix that 's the genius of the matrix of a free capitalistic society to where you can invest your dollars and watch it grow into something even bigger, right? And so we see that the simple way to see it is when we buy a home. Uh, you know, Still, the majority of the wealth in this country is held in your real estate. Most people, uh, 90% of their portfolio uh, of their wealth is their equity in their home. Some some of us are blessed to have our homes paid for. Some of us ha, still have a mortgage, but the equity uh, that means the the amount that your home will sell for versus how much you owe that's the equity. So, and it grows and and it grows you know because of inflation or creeping inflation or right now as a possibility of runaway inflation. So, uh, but anyways, that's just an example. And the other example is, if you go out there and invest, um, and, and you give somebody, somebody comes and does work for you, whether it's at your business or at your home and they spend, you know, you spend a thousand dollars, well then they go and pay their bills, right? They pay for their home, their homeowner's insurance, or they pay for their auto insurance or their car payment, or they buy clothes. And then that money goes out there and, and it's a rippling effect. And it's truly fascinating when it's done properly, when you have a true capitalist society, when it's not good is when the government comes in and starts borrowing money and handing it out for free. That is called crowding out effect. And that means the government is printing money to where it crowds out your money and then inflation happens because it's too much dollars chasing too few goods, which is going on currently. And how long that would last? Well, that's, that's the multi trillion dollar question right now. All right, so saying all that. So I get a lot of questions like, why should I invest? I had one of the people that I'm coaching right now, super smart guy said, hey, McIntyre, what book should I be reading? Well, how should I, you know, because I know there's a lot of you gensers and millennials, and and even the boomers want to get out there and buy houses and Airbnb or VRBO or whatever the situation is, or flip houses. And I know that's a big deal. And I think there's great money to be made in that. Um, I haven't done that. I really haven't. And Not that I don't want to do that. It's just I didn't know. And I've learned a lot, especially with the people I'm coaching. A lot of people are borrowing money. They go out and borrow hard money, buy some plant, uh, a property, maybe for 200,000, put 50,000 into it and sell it for 350. Uh, It sounds easy, but it's not. Sometimes it's gonna be scary. And also, depending what time in, in your marketplace is. But here's what I do know. Here's how I've made money. And I want to share some of those ideas with you. And for some of you savvy investors out there, you're going to say, oh, man, <laughs> that is so elementary, McIntyre. I mean, you know, I taught my third grader to do that, you know, 10 years ago. And maybe that's true. But I do believe that there is something profound about the basics, right? Fundamentals, you know, um, so, you know, it's, it's just like Vince Lombardi, you know, uh, one of the greatest coaches, coached the Green Bay Packers. He, w- w- in fact, the Vince Lombardi Super Bowl trophy he is named after him, the Vince Lombardi trophy. He said it gets down to basics, blocking and tackling. In fact, he started out his football season in practice, and he held up a football and said, gentlemen, this is a football. And and so, but it is basically about blocking and tackling. So here's how I do it. And the stock market's crazy. The stock market's good. It's, you know, in my opinion, it's a legalized gambling casino. That's right. I said it. I know there's people like, oh, man, you can't say that. I just did. Um, but I, I do believe it's so, somewhat true. Uh, I put money. I bought some stocks before on stock tips, which are ridiculous. And... I've made money and I've lost money on that. Look at the Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency. I've made a few dollars and lost many dollars in the cryptocurrency. So, you know, you know, there's certain things about using your money. So here's some basic things that I've done over the years that's helped me a lot is the first thing, and I've shared just with some of our listeners before. So, um, but the first thing is if you're gonna invest in a stock market, what do you invest in? I, I like to invest in things that I know, that I understand, that I get the I get the beginning, I get the middle, and I get the end. You know, there's certain things out there I don't understand. Right? Um, I don't necessarily understand. You know, the 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 long the long term deal on you know certain, certain aspects of Tesla, for instance, you know, there's people out there that say Tesla is the greatest thing in the history of great. It's going to be great. Then there's other people say it's, it's being traded at a multiple that's way too far out there. And they said that about Amazon as well. So I kind of stay away from the high flyers, this stuff, and maybe I'm wrong. I know there's a lot of you out there that said, man, I invested Tesla when it was $50 a share, and I've made $8 million off it. Bravo. And that's great. And that's just not me, but I do invest in things that I get. I get oil. I understand oil. I understand certain airlines, Southwest airlines. I get that. I get the fact of how they operate and I get the fact that they build wealth in their um, employees through stock options. They don't pay a tremendous amount of salaries. In fact, I think their flight attendants average about $18,000 a year. I mean, that's crazy, but they get these stock options that many, even the bag handlers have become millionaires over the last 20 years, just because of those stock options. So I get that. And I also get the blue ocean that they operate in. So that's one thing. And I do think there are some great technology stuff. I get Apple. Apple uh, is, is phenomenal. I mean, They just blew out their earnings, but, you know, the stock will only move a little bit here and there, which is fine. I'm comfortable with that. So, you know, there's other things out there, too, that people, you know, jump into and and with especially with technology nowadays, it's crazy. And I know with, you know, Reddit and Robinhood and all these things are exciting and, and puts and shorts. I don't really understand those. (laughs) <laughs> and i can mean, hear a lot of y'all saying mcintyre you an idiot yeah i probably am but I, can't, I stick to the basics you know if somebody can come in there and really walk me through something to where i can't understand it and to quite honestly i haven't had anybody to do that yet on how all that works so um but i know some people make a lot of money on puts and shorts but i also know some people get carried out on stretchers too like with the cryptocurrency right i mean look i i had one of my um somebody really close to me made about $134,000 in crypto and got a little case of the greed monster and didn't sell. And now it's down to $12,000 because they had this, this, this mindset that it could go, you know, they could make millions of dollars on this. And there's a possibility that lightning does strike in a bottle, but not always. So here's one rule I thought that really helped me. A friend of mine taught me a long time ago, always you know, do the Texas two-step, right? So if you buy a stock, let's say you buy it for a dollar and it goes to a dollar fifty, take, you know, take half of the profits off of that and keep the rest of it in. Take a little bit, take half of it out, keep the rest of it in. You never will go broke by taking a gain. Yeah. All right. So how do, how do we bring God into this? Well, it's real easy uh <laughs> you just ask God to give you insight and and wisdom and discernment here's the Here's the thing the biggest thing that you can do is be you know, make a decision, measure twice, cut once, seek wisdom, talk to some people who are successful in the market or investing and ask whether well, it's real estate, you're going and buying a property, just to Airbnb it out, which is great. I think there's a lot of people that make a lot of money doing that. Uh, or might you already have a property that you want to do that. So find other people that have done that in your community, in your tribe that you trust and seek that wisdom. It could be very profitable and very good. So, you know, that's that's the basics on that here's the other thing too is how do you how do you develop a nest egg right and a nest egg is good to have I've heard a lot of people say you should have at least six months wages you know still socked away and that sounds good but it's difficult I understand especially you know if you're drawing employment it's kind of hard but here's the here's the main thing is is just you know I'm a big tither I believe in tithing first you know first dollar in first dollar out right uh and so you know it's his money anyway so make sure you bless whoever it is whether it's a church a friend whatever you want to give to give it as soon as you get it in that way it's out of your hands and it's out of the devil's hands to start manipulating your head and what you could do with that 10 percent, right there's a great book out there called the blessed life by robert morris and I strongly recommend you to read that book. In fact, it's changed my life when I read that book. Stacy and I, I guess I read it about 8, 9 years ago, and it really it really enlightened me about the spirit of mammon and how that works. All right. So as you're going along in your weekly deals if you're on a weekly income or quarterly or salary or 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 every first and the 15th or monthly, you know, you take your 10% and then you put then you take another 10% and sock it away. until you get enough up to where you want to invest and what that investment looks like. Right. All right. How much should you invest? It's a great question. I mean, how much can you risk, you know, in crypto, for instance, I only put money in that if I lost it, which I did, (laughs) It wouldn't. I wouldn't feel it. It didn't mean I liked it. It didn't mean I enjoyed losing it. But I didn't. It didn't affect my lifestyle. It didn't affect my family. It didn't affect my 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 habits of you know of of living. And so it was basically you know it's a gamble, right? And so in crypto is a bigger gamble than the stock market, in my opinion. But because I mean, this stuff can go crazy, right? Elon Musk tweets out something and it goes to the moon, and then tweets out something else, and it you know goes to the basement. So but only if you're going to invest in high flyers, only invest money that, that if you lose it, it's not going to ruin your day. You're not going to go into isolation. Nobody has to walk you off the ledge. It's really, it's something that you understand. All right. The rest of the money though, is when you go, if you're going to buy stocks or bonds uh, or gold, and I think gold is a terrible investment. That's right. I said it. Uh, (laughs) I just do, you know, the only gold I ever had, uh, I never bought uh insurance companies would always give me gold because I gave them so much business and they would give me these beautiful gold coins you know uh, and which was great, which is nice it 's a nice memento, but you know i don 't see that as a big investment. I know a lot of people say diversify some of that, you know put some in gold, some in silver you know, and I see these TV commercials constantly. I know you probably do, you know, buy gold and silver, you know, you got, you know, the rich dad, poor dad guy, you know, silver is at an all time low. It's gonna go, then if it's so, (laughs) if gold and silver are so great, why are these guys selling it? Why don't they just hoard it, right? You know, even Bank of America said that gold could go to 3000 an ounce. Well, you know, who cares? I mean, I don't understand that. To me, there's no, there's, there's value in gold. There's value in that. I get that, but there's, there's not a, it doesn't earn anything. It's not producing anything. That's why I like stocks that produce Apple stock. I can understand because look, their stuff is good. I know some of you techies out there, nerds love, you know, the other stuff and I get it, but, and look, I think the Apple stuff is just brilliant. Um, And they've done a great job. Even after Steve Jobs died, they still carried on and they even increased. So I just think they're a great company. I get the use of that company. I get the use of their product. And um, yeah, I mean, look, they came out with the iPhone in 2006. And, And that's not that long ago. It truly isn't. So anyways, I digress. But... Precious metals, not a big fan. I know there's a lot of people that make some money in that stuff, but you got to do it. And here's the other thing too. I know a lot of people are doing, you know, commodity trading and have algorithms to do that way over my head, not into it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. So not saying it's not good. I just don't understand. So I just kind of, I'm at the old, you know, the keep, you know, keep it simple, stupid, the kiss method. Right. And I think it's really important that, um, that you invest though i do instead of just putting your money in the bank because the bank's paying what point zero five percent interest maybe point one or one percent interest on in your money that's crazy you need it working for yourself you can get into some great mutual funds you can get into some REITs. you can do other things um some of you all might inherit money uh, i know that there's companies out there that are really safe i know for my kids when uh uh, before they went to college, I had their I had their college trust fund set up with a company that managed that money. Now they didn't get fantastic returns on that money, but it was steady seven eight percent a year, and you know I had a lot of money sitting in there for their college education, and you know it wasn't stocks that I was excited about, but it was stocks that were steady, and so you can do that. Now I had you know there's some companies that minimum thresholds of a hundred thousand or not or a million but there are ways to do that and there's so many different avenues to do it in so i know a lot of you all are out there and nowadays it's so easy you know e-trade fidelity reddit Robinhood, get on these things and you can buy and sell stocks which is great and it's nice because you can eliminate a lot of fees study the market Watch the news. Wall Street Journal is a great place to check out what's going on in business. Watch the business channels. I like to watch Fox Business Channel. I like to watch uh, uh, Maria Bartiroma every morning. I watch what's going on with the futures. I like to see what's going on with the oil futures, uh, and 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 what's happening in the in the political, the geopolitical world. What's going to affect things? That's going to take effect on what's happening in my stocks that I have. So, keep an eye on it. Now, it takes work to do this, but you know, if you just got, you know, if you don't care and you just want to stock your money into a mutual fund, Vanguard is a great mutual fund to put money in. You can add money to it, take money out. It's relatively easy, and you don't have to think about it. All right. Robert Morris, The Blessed Life. I really encourage you to read that. And I hear a lot of times from my friends, from my pastor friends, you know, sow a seed. You know, I used to not know what that meant, but I do now. And Stacy and I have sown seeds before and it's amazing. It really is. But um, yeah, so check out that book and, and, and look, don't compare your investments or your, Uh, accounts or your savings or whatever your portfolio is or your net worth with anybody else. I mean, it's just a no win situation because there's always going to be somebody that has more than you. And there's always going to be somebody that has less than you. And if you start getting to that comparison, comparison spirit, especially with money. Okay. It really, it's a great way for the enemy to come in and mess with your mind, mess with your money. And then all of a sudden you got mammon spirit on you and it's chasing that dollar. And you're kind of trying to chase that thing and make it go forward. Look, I tell people all the time at, uh, at our next level experience, and Stacy changed this. I don't know, almost two years ago, a year and a half ago, we let the Holy Spirit decide what everybody wants to pay, right? And, you know, we have a lot of people that come through and love it, and they bless us immensely, and they pay it forward immensely. But that's between them and God, and that's what we did. We trusted the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit dropped it on Stacy said, look, don't charge anybody up front to come in here at Next Level Experience, because we used to before, and I get it, and but... He said, look, let people come in because I, I we wanna, you know, uh we want people to come in and experience this this uh process and let them be transformed in Jesus' name to do this. And then at the end, if they feel, if they got the resources and they want to pay it forward, blessing, great. That's between them and God. And it's been fantastic. It really has. And so it's really a, a great way, and it's to us, it's a godly way for people to bless us and be blessed and pay it forward for their fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. So... There's a lot of different ways out there to make money. There's a lot of different ways out there to bless other people. Altruistically, you can bless people. I know I've got a lot of friends out there that are have great financial resources and they say, McIntyre, how do I go out there and help somebody without them knowing it? It's easy. <laughs> go to the bank, get you a cashier's check, payable to them and have it from anonymous and give it to your friends to give it to them or you know whatever i mean you know there's a lot of ways to do that or if you want to you want to just bless them and tell them this is from me for you no strings attached one of the things stacy and i learned a long time ago is don't loan money once we started making a lot of money i was very young and uh i probably shared way too much with friends and family excuse me and so and, and because then if you loan them money it always brings up a level of resentment and that's just the enemy coming in telling everybody lies and so if somebody comes to you in need as the bible says we help them absolutely don't loan it to them just give it to them and that's of course it's life-changing money you know if they need whatever but you understand again it's discernment all right so let's talk about discernment when it comes to money because if you're double-minded if you have hesitation You know, Peter Lewis talks about this all the time. It's so good. You know, the first thought that comes to your mind is generally God. The second thought is you. And the third thought is, is the enemy. And I think it's like that. And so, you know, your first thought is generally the right one. And so if you have a decision about money, the first thought that you have come in, that's generally the one that you want to act on. Right. And also, If you start getting into that double-mindedness, that's ambiguity. That's not clarity. God is all about clarity. With money, he is very (laughs) about clarity. It's true. And money, it should not be our idol. Absolutely not. It's not. But let me just tell you this. Money is important. And I've said this before, that, you know, the good Samaritan would not ever been famous if he was broke. (laughs) right? He had to have money. That's how he became famous because he put that person up. He bought him clothes, bought him food and paid for his hotel. You know, he had money, right? And he had money that he could expend to help these people out. So that is great. And it's awesome to go out there and want to create wealth and create a legacy of wealth. It's really a godly thing to do, but it's not a godly thing to make it your idol, to make it only thing that you're thinking about and doing. So like, you know, in my book that's coming out, okay, I talk about my transformation. I made a lot of money and I did. And that was really important to me. And, you know, when I, and, but I was always thirsty, always still thirsty. I mean, it would be great. I'd have a great quarter. I mean, a really great quarter to go out and buy a jet, go out and buy, you know, cars and, and and go on extravagant trips, which were all fun and great. And I enjoyed it but after a while that will wore down and then i was thirsty again i had that big gaping hole until i gave my life to jesus and that's when i drank from his well and i've never been thirsty since yes thank you jesus now don't get me wrong i like making money i do i like creating wealth i do and we still do and we like creating other people to have them have that wealth you know so with that, if your purpose is out there just for you to make money and create wealth, that's not a kingdom principle. The kingdom principle is for you to go out there and help other people make their wealth and you will get blessed beyond measure. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. So go out there, make sure you study, study your portfolio and and don't, you know, don't just sit back there and say, you know, um, I'm not going to look at my checking account. I'm not going to look at, the, I'm going to just trust in Lord. Don't be stupid, okay? God's given you a brain. You've got the mind of Christ, if you're a believer. And if you're not, I I urge you to give your life to Jesus Christ. It's the greatest thing in the history of great, but inspect what you expect. If you expect to make money, inspect your account. Look at your checking account, look at your bills, look at your profit and loss, look at what you're gonna do. Be a good steward of your wealth. You are sitting here, if you're listening to me in the United States of America, There's no other place where you can grow wealth so fast and have it protected. I have friends from Iran that were multi-millionaires, almost billionaires, and the government in 1979 decided to take it over and just take it. Take their property, take their money, take their business, and that happens. But not here in this country, by the grace of God. So you're in a country here that can create wealth. You can create wealth from anything. I mean... (laughs) I mean, look, this, this, this kid created this Dogecoin as a joke and became a billionaire <laughs> only in America. That's right. I said it. So there's all kinds of opportunities out there and they're growing. We're only in this technical revolution, this, you know, the industrial revolution, you know, started in about 1870, 1890 and, and really cranked on for about 60 years. 45 years here, we just started this thing in 2006 and it's it's growing so rapidly. Look, we didn't have the internet until what? 1994, five, right? And didn't really catch fire. You know, when, when did Amazon come across? When did Tesla come across? These things are still brand new in its infancy. And what's gonna happen? unbelievable listen if you're listening to me and you're 40 years old and you've got children just think what it's going to be like when your children are 40 years old wow it's going to be amazing the financial the wealth that's going to grow in this country is truly amazing and i i stacy and i firmly believe that the christians in this country should, in this world should be walking around as the wealthiest people on this planet and operating in kingdom business is where it's at. So study the stock market. Study your portfolio. Look at ways to invest: bonds, municipal bonds, you know, REITs, real estate, you know, flipping houses, commercial real estate. You know, this whole this this whole thing has changed a lot. Just the commercial real estate. You know, Stacy and I were driving around yesterday looking at buildings going up. I'm still surprised buildings are going up going up my sister works for one of the biggest accounting firms in the country and you know 80 percent of their uh, office space they're they're gonna let go and they, you know they had you know i don't know 400,000 square feet of office space why because the bean counters look at this thing and say man we don't need all this overhead so i don't know how all that's going to play out but it's going to play out and it's going to be fascinating to watch but then again you look at amazon amazon's changed the way we shop i've got a full-time conveyor belt in front of my house from Amazon. (laughs) I get Christmas cards from Bezos. Okay, stuff comes into my house daily. (laughs) And so I'm I'm joking, of course, almost, but... But look, you know, the mall Okay, station, I drove by the mall yesterday over here in Dallas at North Park Mall. It looks like Christmas out there, man. I mean, every parking spot was full. So there's still there's still a need for communal shopping. There's still those desires, you know, will they ever go away? I don't know. Here, here you know, we're commercial flying people to space two of these cats went to space this last month. Right. And so, you know, Branson and Bezos, they commercially, you know, did it on themselves, private industry, put people in space, that's going to change everything. So, you know, here it is 2021, you know, just in 2050, what space travel is going to look like just like intercontinental travel you know looked as people did in you know in the 1930s when they're thinking you could fly you know from you know dallas to london on a, on a concord in four hours so anyways i know that i'm <laughs> i'm going off on the rails here but i get excited about what's to come and i really believe you know that that if we can continue to look to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, who's sitting on the throne, okay, no matter who's in the White House or who's in the jailhouse, Jesus is still king, baby, okay? And I do believe that he had ordained and anointed this country, the United States of America, to create wealth and to create. We are the very best at creating wealth. We really are. We've got the best, you know, we created the Internet. we created all this stuff. We've got the best... Uh, economic minds in the world here in this country and they do an extraordinary job people come to this country to see how we create wealth how the average American the average American lives better than royalty in other countries that's because that's how we do and we do it well right so anyways I hope you enjoyed this podcast if you did rate subscribe share it if you didn't send me an email man and say McIntyre you, you're crazy I get it. Hey, if you want to send me an email, you can. My email address, my personal email address is mmacintyrenow at gmail.com. MmacIntyrenow at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great week. Have a great day. Have a great month. Look, everybody deserves your very best presentation. And people often say, McIntyre, why do you say that about presentation? Because, look, when you show up, you're representing, if you're a believer, you're representing our Heavenly Father, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus the Christ, our Savior. Present them well. Have a great week. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.